welcome to the Jesus Never Ran podcast, where we focus on taking time in our lives to make a difference in this world. I'm your host, Matt Kinzera. Let's take a walk. We all know that feeling you're heading to Thanksgiving and you're not sure what to bring. Well, if you want to make a big splash this year, go to infinitybeverages.com and order their apple pie sangria you will be the talk of the family. That's Apple Pie Sangria from Infinity Beverages, proud sponsors of Jesus Never Ran and Dreamers Everywhere. This week we hear from Tanya Hughesby, and she's going to share with us how eating donuts can make a huge difference. That's right, eating donuts, making a difference. Donut Sam's, you're not going to want to miss it. The best way that you can support this podcast is simply by listening. So thank you to all of you who listen on a regular basis or just once in a while. The next thing you can do to just up it one more notch is make sure you subscribe to the podcast and then also make sure you rate it. And if you wouldn't mind, give it a five-star rating. (laughs) And then finally, if you want to make a comment that is extremely helpful, it helps more people hear this podcast. Another thing you can do is you can jump on the website at www.jesusneverran.com and join the walking club to financially support the podcast and also support your dreams and your ability to slow down your life. Let's jump in. months ago, I started hearing all of these rumblings about, of all things, a donut shop. It's called Donut Sam's, and it's in a town just down the road from where I live. And I started hearing about it, seeing about it, and, and then certainly people started approaching me and saying, hey, you've got you've to hear about Donut Sam's. You've got to put Donut Sam's on the Jesus Never Ran podcast. And I thought, well, I don't know anything about Donut Sam's. I know I love donuts, so I'm all about it because maybe there's some freebies in it for me. <laughs> so I hop on and I check out Donut Sam's. Turns out I know the owners. So Tanya and Michael Hughesby are starting Donut Sam's. And it's such a beautiful, inspirational story that I thought on the cusp of Thanksgiving, this one just makes sense. It was a great honor and privilege to sit down with Tanya, and here is the story. Graduated uh, college, Illinois, Southern Illinois, small town, Charleston, and relocated to the suburbs of Chicago. Uh, Met my husband, and it was a fun area to live in as a single, as as a single or as a recently married couple. Then when it was important to start having family, the busyness and the lack of relationships and the lack of engagement of people around us, we decided it was time to, we want to live in the community that we picked. And so we would vacation, small little Menominee, and loved it and found a lot of worth, found a lot of um, connections even during vacation times. So in eight weeks, we quit our jobs, we sold a condo. We packed up our six-month-old and moved to Menominee, was a Christian school teacher for 10 years, was fabulous, and we added to our family three boys, and each came with their own little gifts, but our youngest came with an extra gift and has special needs, has Down syndrome, and 
turned our turned our family a bit around, but in a, in a really unique and amazing way. And we we juggled the life of three kids, three boys, three very busy boys, and so now we're here. Um, and we love we love Menominee. We have the same goals and aspirations for all of our boys, even Sam. Um, we want them all gone. We don't want them living underneath our house forever. And so with that, we, as much as we love our community, we also see it's a struggle for individuals with special needs. So we vacationed, so it's going to go a little back and forth. We vacationed three years ago, a cute little island in Florida, and the inspiration started, and we visited a donut shop every single morning for these amazing donuts. And at the end of the week, we sat there and said, Menominee needs a donut shop. Now, I think we can all agree that the more donut shops in this world, the better. But I love how they're on vacation, they just go to a donut shop, and it changes everything for them, and it starts them on this journey. You just never know when the inspiration is going to come. You just never know when that next idea or when God's going to put that next thing on your mind and in your heart. It could be when you're just out to breakfast with your family at a donut shop. Now, many of us may have those kinds of thoughts like, hey, we should start this, or we should do this, or we should move there. But with the Hughesbees, they meant it. Like, we need a donut shop. So the boys thought it was fabulous, and it was more of a, like, giggle, ha-ha dream about it. Got home, cold of winter, and the donut shop idea kind of went in the back corner. And then the following year, we went back to the same town, same donut shop, but our perspective changed every day when we went there and we started noticing what a small area we would need, not a lot of equipment, um, how manageable. And then by the third day, it was Sam could do this. Sam could, could do this. And so after the six days of being there and eating way too many donuts, we came home with big bellies and big dreams and we decided we're gonna prey on these dreams and we're going to what do we need to do to put them in motion so that year was a lot of well we could do this we could do that we could do this and back and forth and back and forth and then we started investing in people and finding other people that have done it so now we're in a whole year of dreaming and the whole year of brainstorming and we go on vacation again but in a different town and they have a donut shop and we met this wonderful couple their family saw a lot of hardship and they decided to do something that they've always wanted and they did a donut food truck. So they sat with us and we dreamed together and they helped us and they guided us and we came back to Menominee and we said we're doing it. So we we found a location and we just kept we kept going. So we have Donut Sam's. Donut Sam's is going to be amazing. Donut Sam's, we're hoping to be a pillar of Menominee. We are looking to, within the first five years, create an upskill program and collaborate with the school district where we will create an internship for kiddos uh, with special needs and come to us and we want to work with them to build up their skills so that then they could turn around and maintain at least a part-time job in our community. So we have strong aspirations that if we model it, then others will see the ease of it and the importance of it. Um, and Sam, Sam will have employment. 
and at the same time we're going to be cooking up some good donuts and uh, coffee and tea. I'm guessing most all of us have been around people with Down syndrome. And if you're like me, there's a piece of you that is envious of their ability to love. I mean, such incredible people, such a valuable part of our world. But I think I've always been a little bit fearful when I've met a parent of a child with special needs to really dig in and ask some of those difficult questions like, what was it like when you discovered that Sam had Down syndrome? And how did you need to adjust or how did you go through that process as a family together? Um, so Sam came as a as a surprise along with his disability. So, But also Sam, he came with a lot of medical issues for the first year and a half. So when we look back about raising Sam as parents, we were more overwhelmed with the medical we had to prioritize things and Down syndrome was not the priority when he was just a mush of a little newborn. So the medical part was, once we got the medical part behind us, then it was honestly very similar to raising my firstborn. I had no clue what to do. It became lots of reading and being very intentional with relationships. I am really good at raising my hand because this was my first rodeo and I didn't know. So we had wonderful services through Birth to Three through Wisconsin. And they they were on our doorstep within two weeks of him being born. And we just built a relationship with them until we started with the school district. And then that relationship grew and we met early childhood and then we went to elementary school. So, and I do, re, you know, to go backwards, I still remember calling my brother and sharing. I'm like, you know, so you have a nephew and, you know, bright orange hair and along with Down syndrome and you heard dead silence on the end of the phone and he his words and I still remember he's like Tanya this is life altering to have this and I sat there for and I remember sitting there and at first I kind of giggled because he doesn't have kids and he's not married so everything is life altering to him but you know when I look back it's like our oldest seven well that was life altering like what our firstborn and then now I'm going to have two. Oh my gosh, like this is life altering. So Michael and I, we take every opportunity and it's going to be a lesson or it's going to be a blessing and the blessings are easy. Hop on and let's go. The lessons are going to be hard, but they turn around and end up being blessings. So with Sam, I don't remember honestly any time I felt I was missing something. I was super excited to see like what what are you going to give me? Like, this is going to be different and I can't wait for different. So um, there wasn't a lot of, oh, I wish or I wonders. It was, here we go and we're going to do this and we're going to do this well. Um, he is a unique, a unique guy. He is now 12. I look at the things that he has taught his siblings um, and this family and then people outside of it. He has a zest for um, we kind of joke with him, every day is Groundhog Day with him. And you can make 10 million mistakes today, but guess what? Tomorrow at 6.20 when he wakes up, he's going to try it again. And maybe we'll only make two of those. And it's going to be okay. And so to have that zest to know that every day is going to be okay has been amazing to just to come alongside and be like, yeah, 
today didn't really stink, but I do get tomorrow and it's going to be okay. Everything is either a lesson or a blessing. And that sounds better if you take the G off of blessing because then it rhymes a little better. Everything's either a lesson or a blessing. Now, when Tanya talks about Sam, she will use the word different to describe him, but never once do you get a hint that different means less than or that different is a bad thing. Quite the opposite is true. When she describes him and she uses the word different, you get a sense that that is the greatest thing in the world. Now, we could really learn from this because we live in this world of conformity. It's this keep up with the Joneses type of culture that we have. And it is like a breath of fresh air anytime you run into somebody who is unique or different than everybody else. And God created us all with our own uniqueness. And if we can, just like Sam, just stand in that and be that beautiful, different, unique person, it will be so great for our world, for our culture, and for the kingdom of God. Now, they don't just take this idea of being different or unique just in their family or just with Sam. They take it everywhere they go and everywhere they are. And they definitely take this perspective in their new business. And that's a lot about the donut shop. It's just to take time to get to know people and, and their qualities and their traits that they're good at. Like um, we went and bought a piano. So there's a piano that will be in the shop. And Sam has a friend, Vern, and I envision him to come and be able to play. So he did not start playing the piano until he was 18. He's my age, so, you know, a few years older than that. And he has... What, is, what did he tell me? Like hundreds of songs memorized and he has written and composed 25. So he can hear a song and he can play and just go. And he can play everything from a Stevie Wonder to a Liberace to a all over the board, Elton John. And, it, and it's taken the time to, to learn about him. So we're hoping to be a place that people are just gonna come and make connections and relationships. We're on the route to the university, so we're kind of smack dab in the middle of the dorms to come by. So we're excited to start building up some of those relationships and awareness between college students and and those with special needs. Um, we're, we're just excited. We're excited for the community. Something that's really near and dear to my heart is that we value one another and we do that really, really well. That we don't let differences get in the way of people having a voice or people having a place in our culture. But I often think that maybe we don't do as good of a job as we can when dealing with people with special needs. Now I've got Sam's mom here with me and I'm not going to miss this opportunity to ask her, where can we do a better job? Where are we missing it? Where are we messing up when we're trying to value those with special needs? So being Sam's mom, I guess I can take some experiences when, you, when and he's younger. So I think a lot of times people immediately look at the adult that's there instead of looking at him or asking him. Or if you can't understand what he said, look at him and ask, did you say this or can you repeat that? So I think a lot of times people, for, they always depend on that other adult that's there. So if Sam's with his siblings, they go to his siblings. If I'm with, they go with mom. So 
to promote him and to engage just with that person, I think is gigantic. Um, eye contact is huge. And, and as, you know, from adult to adult, I think it's a quality we've gotten really poor at as a, as a culture. We, we, don't, we don't stop and we, we constantly want to answer the question or I'm gonna fix what you're saying to me, but just stop and listen and engage it, and don't speak. Close, close the lips and just listen and the things you can learn in a very short amount of time is, is amazing. It's just amazing. I couldn't agree more. And I think in our culture, in our society, one of the things that's slipping away are the basics. And what I mean by that is eye contact, kindness, compassion, uh, just smiling sometimes, opening the door for one another, just those little things that mean so much because they're things that don't happen that often. Now, I used to teach music lessons. I was a drummer and every little drummer that came in <laughs> always wanted to be a rock star, but didn't necessarily want to do the work to get there. Our first lesson, I would just teach them how to hold their drumsticks and every student hated it because all they wanted to do is make noise. But we've got to get the basics down before we can accomplish anything. So whatever you're going after, you could go after wealth or, or a job situation or a vacation, whatever it is that you're moving towards, don't do it at the expense of the basics. Don't do it at the expense of eye contact, kindness, courtesy, and just giving each other the valued time that we deserve just because we're human beings. I was talking to a guy who's in the finance world just earlier this week, and he was telling me how when one of his clients succeeds in life and they gain a lot of wealth, they often lose so many other things. They often lose their health. They often lose their ability to be kind to other people because suddenly their priorities get out of whack and they lose the ability to do the basics well. So if we learn nothing today, let's learn from Sam how important the basics are. Smiling eye contact kindness and compassion. All right, well, this donut shop is getting ready to open soon. So I want to know what's everything I need to know. So right now we are getting the kitchen portion of Donut Sands up and going and um, evaluated by the health inspector and we are starting to do for example a wedding we have a wedding at the end of the month and providing red velvet donuts with vanilla vanilla icing we are opening our shop what we call our shop so the sitting down portion of our place uh, the Monday after stout return so in March from their spring break so spring is what we're announcing. Um, donuts are are a variety. They're going to be your typical powdered and cinnamon, but we'll also have such donut called the Big Pappy, and we'll have the Mom Choice and different combinations of vanilla and fruity pebbles, for example, or bacon dark chocolate with sea salt. And we will have, like I said, coffee coming from Jumpy Monkey, so good coffee and good tea was the other thing. We'll be open 6.30 till 1.00. Um, Tuesday through Sundays. Um, we're looking to also reach out to churches and businesses. Um, we're learning of numerous locations that still have done once a month at their at their for their employees and um, stout with their quarterly meetings, et cetera, et cetera. So Donut Sam's will be out and about. Like I said, we desire five years to have an upskill program working and running with collaboration with the high school. Um, I would also like to be at farmer's markets on Saturdays. I think that's an absolute wonderful opportunity for people to practice their communication skills 
and their life skills of change and and whatnot. So you'll see us at at farmers markets. So what I'm hearing is that I can go to Menominee, I can go to Donut Sam's and eat donuts, and by doing so, I'm making a difference in the community. This, my friends, is the best idea I've ever heard of in my whole life. If you live near Menominee, even if you don't live near Menominee, take a trip, get a donut, get a cup of coffee, and make a difference in the community. I know they're not opening until this spring, but if you have an event that you could use donuts for, give them a call. If you're the type of person that organizes meetings, let me tell you, meetings can be boring unless there's donuts there. Suddenly everybody's interested in coming then. So make sure Donut Sam's is your resource. You can check out their website at donutsams.com. They've got a Facebook page. Get involved with this great idea, this great resource in a wonderful community, and do your part to make a difference by eating donuts. Now, before I let Tanya go, I want to make sure I ask her the question I ask everybody. What advice do you have for that person that has an idea? I mean, take yourself back to when you just went to that donut shop on your vacation and you were just thinking about it. What advice would you have towards somebody who has an idea, who has a thought, but maybe they're scared to death to take that first step? Pray. I think every evening, probably well over a month, we would go to bed and we'd pray about it. And then when we were done, then we would try to make every excuse that this is not going to work. And we'd sleep on it, and then that burning would still be there. And it was ne- never negative. It was never nervous. It was never, it was like, oh no, you, you got to keep going. This, nope, not going to let you keep going. And so it was, it was, I'm a list maker, as you can see. And um, it was making lists and and asking questions, the worst case anybody's ever gonna give you, the worst answer is no. And from that no, you're still gonna learn something and just keep going and make another another box on your list and, and go vet out that answer and go figure that out and continue to pray and continue to question. And, and when you talk about time, I think the word time and priorities, that's the problem. You're right, you're, you're not going to have time, but if you make it a priority and it's important, it's going to get done. So you can make every excuse that, yes, you're too busy, but once you make it a priority and, and you desire to complete your priorities and make them, you're going to make the time and those things are going to happen. So Donut Sands has always been a priority. Our, our kids have, and we know it's not temporary. This is his. This is going to be his thing. We don't want this for our thing. You know, I want to be retired and, you know, living with sand and, you know, but, and I would love to see Sam be able to pick this up and keep going. So it's a priority. For Tanya Hughesby, walking like Jesus means looking for the blessings and looking for the lessons and seeing different as beautiful and using an opportunity like a donut shop to honor her fabulous son, Sam. Each day we are reminded of the role our faith plays in our lives, but does it play a role in our finances as well? 
Now for the members of Thrivent Financial, it does. For over a century, Thrivent has been helping Christians blend faith, finances, and generosity because it's not just about making more, it's about doing more for your family, your church, and community. Learn more about Thrivent's unique mission by calling Kathy Jensen, Thrivent Financial Representative at 715-231-1662. Disclosures, licensed agent, producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management Incorporated. Thrivent.com slash disclosures.